Howdy, partners. Welcome to episode two of Cinema to OK Corral. And in this episode, we're going to discuss uh, the film The Naked Spur. Yeah. How's it going? Good, good. How are you doing, Ryan? Doing pretty good. Been uh um, end of the weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we... um been trying to do this movie for a couple of weeks and and one thing after another came up so glad we're finally getting back on track and getting on onto episode number two here getting in the saddle as it were <laughs> some some would say getting it back into the saddle yes <laughs> yeah but um yeah as you said we're we're going to be uh, talking about The Naked Spur. It's uh, Jimmy Stewart and Janet Lee are the the two main stars in it. Um, I mean, Jimmy Stewart's probably one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, he's at least top three for me, just in, in general. <clears throat> but um, this one's probably... He didn't do a lot. I mean, he did several Westerns, but um, he did a few with John Wayne where he kind of wasn't the leading man or, you know, he didn't have the leading role. He didn't do too many where he was the leading role. But um, this one's probably my favorite of his. His most noteworthy one is Winchester 73, which um, was also done by the uh the director of the movie whose name that is escaping me man last name but um so yeah it's also got janet lee this was about eight years before uh anthony man was the director but it's got uh it's got janet lee in it she plays the the damsel in distress about eight years before uh, Psycho and the the famous shower scene that she's in with that. And um, we both had in our notes, which was kind of, kind of cool that there's only five people in this movie total, which is kind of interesting. Um, Yeah. That, that, that made it easier for me to uh, keep track of everyone's names and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) A lot easier. Um, it didn't have a whole lot of recognition. Like it didn't have. I think it um, had one nomination for um, best screen adaptation or something like that. But um, uh, you know, like I said, to me, it's 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 uh, Jimmy Stewart's best western, which I'm probably in the. Uh, in the minority on that, I'm sure a lot of people would say Winchester 73 is his, is his best, but um, also in it is uh, Ralph Meeker and Millard Mitchell and Robert Ryan. Um, Robert Ryan, some Western uh, m- movie enthusiasts might know him. He, was, he played in a few other Westerns and uh, – best known for the wild bunch which had ernest borgnine and uh, a bunch of people in it um he also played if 
people remember he played like the uptight lieutenant or general or whatever in the Dirty Dozen. Um, so, yeah, good, good, uh, good cast altogether. But it was kind of interesting that, I mean, they they do have um, a band of Indians that you see, but I guess they weren't important enough to uh, to put down. <laughs> There were no talking parts for them or anything like that. They just kind of show up at one point. Yeah, so. Extras. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and um, the other cool thing is it was all shot in the Colorado Rockies, I believe. And so there's a lot of really, really good-looking um, visual shots, you know, mountains in the background and stuff like that. Yeah, the scenery in this one is awesome. Awesome landscape. Lots of rocks. <laughs> we'll get into it. It's very, very rocky. The rocks are very prominent. <laughs> Do you want to um, – so why don't you uh, start off with the uh, IMD, IMDB description of this one? All right. Yeah, so the IMDB description is a bounty hunter – trying to bring a murderer to justice is forced to accept the help of two less than trustworthy strangers. And so we'll, we'll get into who those two strangers are in just a bit. Yeah. So um, we'll just, we'll just start and get right into it. So right away, as the movie is titled the naked spur, like the first real scene, it's a, uh, extreme close-up on the on on Jimmy Stewart, who whose name is in the movie is Howard um, or Howie. Um, it zooms in on his spur while he's in the saddle riding, and um, you know a little foreshadowing there. Um, yeah, any 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 sudden camera moves usually are are funny to me. <laughs> it's, but it, it's it, like. Uh, dramatic <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it's uh he's the the real the real star of the film is the spur of course and so but um i really like this this film score too it, it had um you know kind of almost like 60s hitchcock style score to it you know very uh suspenseful for sure oh yeah but yeah there was a lot of i mean a lot of tense moments and stuff in this in this one and um i think we were talking the other day about it you would uh call it like a psychological drama and it, it really is you know as we'll as we'll see um i think yeah, i think that's, that's a pretty accurate description yeah it's 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 just as much that as it is a Western, which is kind of cool. And I mean, uh, Jimmy Stewart played a lot of those type of characters within, you know, some Hitchcock films and things like that. So he was pretty good for the part, <clears throat> but, um, so Howard Kemp, who is Jimmy Stewart's character, he's a bounty hunter and he's on the search for Ben who's played by uh, by uh, uh, Robert Ryan. I always want to call him Ryan Reynolds for some reason. Um, 
But um, a, slow, a slow before his time. Yeah, just a year or two. But um, so he's he's tracking. He's looking for for Ben, and um, first person he meets is Jesse, and Jesse's an, an uh, basically gold miner um, type of guy. So he runs across him. I don't know why he's in. I guess there was gold in the Rockies, but um, kind of a, a fail. A, as we'll see, sort of a failed gold miner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, Howard asking him if he's seen uh, Ben, you know, and, and hands him the wanted sign, and you see. Howard's wanted sign is ripped at the bottom where the uh, uh, reward is usually stated. And um, Jesse says he, you know, he saw some other people out here from, uh, what, a, an, an old campfire? A dead fire, yeah. And so Howard says, well, I'll, I'll give you $20, $20 if you help me track them. And uh, oh, he got real excited about that. Yeah, he's he's like twenty dollars. It's like when you offer a kid like twenty dollars, they're like, "This is the most money in the world." <laughs> Stunks. <laughs> so they start tracking, and <clears throat> they come up on some more more tracks, and and are following it, and eventually they come to this pass. And there's a rock slide, which there seems to be everywhere. And um, endless supply. <laughs> yeah. And so they they uh, get get back to safety a little bit to where they're not killed by the, all the rocks. And um, Howard has a suspicion that it might be not a natural slide. So. Um, has a feeling that Ben's up on the top of the cliff there. So he starts uh, trying to to go up the, the hill, and it's, it's kind of funny. Like, all these guys are – they're not – they're not just whatever, like a, a gold miner or bounty hunter. They're also great uh, rock climbers. Like they, but um, yeah, oh, they're yeah. highly skilled. We also see uh, Roy Anderson comes in to the scene. He he heard some of the commotion and starts riding up, and um, he's going to help them out as well because he he uh, it seems like he just has nothing better else to do. He likes the party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, there's they're they're just trying to to get Ben. They they figure he's up there, up on the top of the hill, and um, what something yeah, that about about Roy like just talking about his, like his trustworthiness is, is like he's reading his discharge papers, um, and on his on his military discharge papers it's at the bottom it says unsatisfactory moral, morally unstable 
<laughs> so, so it's like, oh man, can I really trust this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He um and even when he comes up, you kind of go, all right, this guy kind of looks like a a scoundrel type, like he's in it for yeah. himself. The, the, like the grit, like Ben. Yeah, Ben and Roy or, or had this had this grin or this facial expression that just looks like they're up to to no good. Yeah, like they're scheming constantly. The only difference between Ben and Roy is Roy served in the military, so he could probably get away with a little bit more than what what Ben could. Who was yeah. just a who was just a uh, a whatever. Um, a thug, a criminal, but um, so they. That's the other thing is that they. Everyone's a great rope lassoer in this movie too, which yeah, is the first time fun. every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's no like uh, you know, multiple tries. So yeah, their lasso skills are on point. <laughs> Howard lassos up and tries to climb up the hill and he can't make it. And then Roy goes up and he's like, he actually is able to do it. And in the meantime, Jesse's kind of um, keeping Ben occupied by just randomly shooting around the general direction of where they think Ben is. And in the meantime, Ben also does another rock slide that almost kills Jesse but um makes i mean it is the rockies but that was a lot of rocks like they had to <laughs> they pretty had on to the nerve to get that many rocks you know yeah that that was i mean yeah so ben uh we find was like he's been out of ammo for a, for a while so like he doesn't have a gun um so he's got to he's got to use whatever he can at his disposal and apparently it's a ton of rocks <laughs> but um, yeah that was the other thing I thought because um, Howard when he tried to lasso it and he, he got really bad rope burn and then Roy started climbing up it and um, was doing a little bit better and I just thought of uh, Chris Farley in Black Sheep when he was holding on to that one little tiny tree branch when he fell down the mountain. That's yeah. like the first thing that came to my head, you know. They strong little roots. <laughs> supposed to be the serious scene and I'm just like stay strong. So Roy makes it to the top and then Ben and Roy start to start to struggle and fight and um it it's it's weird because Ben is like choking Roy and he's just laughing. And it's that weird, like, Joker, psychopath type of laugh. Laugh, yeah. <laughs> He's laughing, but his eyes are cold and dead, you know. And you're like, okay, well, this person's clearly crazy and should be taken in dead or alive, as the poster would, would suggest. So, but they finally... Yeah, they, uh, his, version, his version has the reward. Yeah, <laughs> they finally get uh, been subdued, and 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 um, and Lena, who's uh, Janet Lee, she's she's fighting 
with Roy and but they finally you know finally get up the hill everyone gets up the hill and they're basically outnumbered and Ben like you said he he says I'm I don't have any weapons you know um I'm I'm like no harm to anyone you know how he kind of looks at it so um but they start to all the characters are there then you know and it looks like Lena and Ben have been waiting there just waiting for the opportunity basically to to kill Howard because they knew that he was on their trail so they'd been there a while for sure but um they didn't have any weapons besides rocks so um and Howard basically thanks them for their trouble and says, okay, I'm going to bring them, bring them into justice. You guys can move along. And Ben, you know, quite, uh, it's crazy, but he's also really smart. He, he shows them the, how much the reward is. And it's, what was it? $5,000. Yep. And, um, so then, of course, Roy and Jesse want to become partners with Howard, and there's a little bit of a fight about it, but uh, it ends up that they just become partners. So, yeah, and Ben Ben is constantly like exploiting that, and like, oh, well, yeah, split, you gotta you guys have to split it three ways. That really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like egging them on, like about how how he's he's now having to split the reward money. Um, another thing kind of like random, but uh, I've seen this with older movies. Sometimes like in the top right corner, there'll be like a little, little black, you know, like splot. It almost looks like something like, like ink spilled on it or something. Um, I actually look into that. That's called a, uh, a Q mark. Um, and I, I guess that, that was like when, when they're in, you know, the movie house and they, they work in the projector that that is like a visual cue or indicator to the projectionist to change reels. So I thought that was, that was kind of neat. I I'd seen that before, but I never knew like what, what the deal was with that little dot that would show up every once in a while. Yeah, that is, that was pretty interesting. Um, I, I'd seen that before too. And, and, just never I just figured oh it's just an old movie you know mm-hmm. so especially nowadays when you're used to like 4k digital where that's definitely not going to be in there you know but yeah. uh yeah just some of the some of the things they had to do to get by which this movie's made in 53 so is whatever push close to 70 years ago now so um, you know, just some of the stuff they had to do to to get the movie edited properly, you know. But um, so they're about to, you know, take Ben in and and everything, and um, they find Lena's horse is it, it's on its last leg, and Lena's hysterical; she doesn't want it to be killed, and all that kind of stuff, and um. Ben, you know, they they push her away so that they can really do the humane thing and kill the horse, but um, 
the meantime, Ben kind of gets her and, and says, Hey, you gotta, you gotta pit these people, help me pit these people against each other so we can get out of here, you know? And, um, in the meantime, they, they kill the horse and, um, she's not too thrilled about it. She said something like there is like there, there wasn't a bounty on, on the horse. You didn't have to kill it. You know, like they're these horrible people killing her horse, you know, but, um, they also, Jesse also finds out around this time that he always thought Howard was a deputy and he, or a sheriff and he wanted to be a deputy. And then he come to find out, nope, he's, he's just a bounty hunter. So you can't, can't deputize them at all you know that's right because like uh ben like knows howard that's right i mean the, yeah they, they're uh, both from abilene kansas that's area. right yeah so, so he totally added him on that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so at first roy kind of starts taking a fancy to lena and is you know sort of jealous of of uh, ben and Lena's relationship, to say the least, um, and <laughs> Ben a few times. <laughs> you sent me the video today of he'll <laughs> he'll go to Lena and say, "Lena, my back is killing me. Can you do me?" <laughs> yeah, Lena, and, Lena uh, was his a masseuse. So she'd go over there and and give him a nice back rub but um yeah so that's that's around the time too when ben kind of starts giving the backstory on on howard and you know how is you get just a little taste of it that you know he he uh gave over land to his girl and said we'll get married after the civil war and then comes back from the Civil War, apparently she had sold the house and all the land and ran off with someone else. So she was not the uh, most trustworthy of of people, apparently. And yeah, and, I thought, and he Ben keeps bringing that up too, like a couple of times, and he's just like, "It's none of your business." Yeah. Uh huh. So there, you know, like I said, he's Ben's constantly trying to pit everyone against each other but they're they're making their way back to to kansas and to get been hung and um but there's this one point where they're kind of scouting out a trail and and um uh, they they see some indians or what looks like indians so jesse has some binoculars and at that point, I kind of realized that it seemed like everyone in the movie, all the men besides Howard, were pretty much crooks because Jesse pulled out his binoculars and told Ben, I, I traded uh, a cavalryman this for a tomahawk, uh, but it was a fake tomahawk that, like, he had made. It wasn't like an Indian one. So, it's like, man, everyone in this movie is just crooked and out for themselves, it seems like. Pretty much. But, um, so they look and they see about 12 Indians or so and just kind of 
following their own trail, looking for something. And uh, Jesse asked them if they were if they were wearing paint or not. And uh, that that's when you know that uh, if they're if they're doing bad stuff or not is if they're wearing paint. And um, oh, yeah. the war paint. Well, now they, they um, Howard goes oh, well. They're they're Blackfeet Indians. We haven't had any trouble with them in like years or whatever. Right. So apparently they're a certain tribe, the Blackfeet tribe that nobody really beats with. Yeah. So they're, you know, they they said uh, it's it's no big deal, and um, and but then they they go back to to the other, the rest of the group and say, hey, there's some Indians, you know, that they might they might show up, but you know. It's, not going to be a problem and Roy gets super jumpy <laughs> and um, it come to find out it's because he got a little bit too frisky with uh, the Blackfoot Indian chief's daughter it seems like so maybe that's who they were looking for Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so there Roy's like hey we're partners you got to help me and everybody's like nope you're on your own sorry and so he rides off, and um, they just keep going, and eventually the Indians catch up with them, and everything's just kind of cool. You know, it's tense for a minute, but then Jimmy Stewart or Howard, you know, he raises his hands up, and then the the Indian raises the chief and raises his hand up, and uh, unbeknownst to the Indians, the Roy is hiding behind a, a tree and starts firing and ends up being a whole big firefight of course and they kill all the Indians. Yeah, and these Indians had they had uh they had guns. So I guess they were supplied guns or or somehow bartered for some guns. They didn't have, you know, bow and arrows. And um it, it was around that time that I I started to think, I think Roy is greasier than Ben, even. And Ben's like a murderer, killer, you know, that's wanted for murder. And, um, but Roy's just kind of... Roy's kind of like a womanizer, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> and all about self-preservation, too. Uh, he, he doesn't oh, yeah. care too much about anyone else. So, um, pretty selfish. So, but they... They end up uh, killing everybody. Ben or uh, Howard actually saves Ben Ben's life at one point. Um, but and for all the things, he he gets uh, shot in the leg. So Howard is is wounded, but he doesn't want to stop. He just wants to keep going. He all you can dream about is is getting that reward money. So he's just like randomly putting a rag into his leg to to heal it, you know, some of that good old Western medicine. <laughs> Let the cool rocky air heal his leg. Yeah, they were they were like, How are you gonna ride with with that slug in your leg? <laughs> it's like I'm going to anyway. 
pretty pretty tough character. But um, they continue riding, and then finally, like Howard just gives out and faints, and they have to they have to stop and hold up for a little while while he kind of you know rests up for a bit. But um, that's when he gets the uh, PTSD fever dream, gun wound fever dream. He wakes wakes up and he's like just yelling hysterically, and no one can calm him down except for Lena. And that's when we find out he, the full he, full backstory of Howard. Yeah, he 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 starts calling Lena Mary, and he thinks he he find out that he uh, you know he's telling her you know I'll marry you when I get back. It doesn't make sense for us to get married just for me to have to go and the boys will, you know, take care of you and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's when you, yeah, that's when you find out kind of through his like, <laughs> through his like fever dream that, um, you know, that, that's, that's sort of the, the story. And it was Mary was her name and yeah. she's the one that was them. She, she was uh, quite the woman. He he put the money or put the land in her name, and then she sold it and ran off with someone else. And Ben's telling the story, and he's just laughing about it. Of course, like look at this pathetic loser. So, but um, so they're still trying to hold up, and then Ben and Jesse are talking, and Ben obviously can tell that he's a minor. And, you know, starts pitching to them this idea of, oh, yeah, I knew someone who who struck it rich. And he's having a hard time even getting it out of the ground, you know. And um, Jesse talks about how he went all over. He went to California in 49, and, and he never struck it rich ever. And he knew guys that, like, were drunk and stumbled and found – gold and and he worked hard and never found anything you know and um kind of almost felt like he was a a victim in some kind of way where he he just yeah. couldn't nothing could go right for him you know and ben ben was plotting on that and kind of used that to his advantage when uh a little later um he's just kind of gathering intel on some of these guys and figuring out how to how to take advantage of them. Yeah. But, um, so in the meantime, you know, Howard wakes up and he's talking to Lena and basically telling her, like, you need to get away from Ben. He's, he's ruthless and heart and heartless and he doesn't care about you. And he's a murderer and everything. And Ben's got Lena wrapped around his finger at this point. She, she just thinks he's misunderstood, you know, which um, anyone can see is not the case. But um, yeah. Roy had gone out scouting, and he he find he finds a trail, and he says, "Hey, here's this map," and um, I wrote, you know, wrote down this trail, and you know, we can leave out and leave you here, Howard, and and. Uh, and, but we'll meet you in in a few days over here, 
at this this one location and no problem you know we're all partners and yeah. and everything and you can trust but, us <laughs> yeah you can trust us no no problem at all but the big problem is is that uh he wrote the map on the back of his dishonorable discharge basically so um you know howard sees that and he just decides now we're gonna we're gonna push on you know but but Royd said we got to move because the rain the rain is coming soon, which uh, you know that's another thing I I never understood that there's back in the Western days there's just they're all like weathermen somehow and can feel it within the 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 change of the wind or something like that and they're like oh yep it's fixing the rain here the wind but, uh, the wind uh... The wind pushes their the, their spurs and it starts spinning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's they're spinning east. That means there's rain afoot. <laughs> but in the meantime, while they're going through that, Ben ends up loosening Howard's saddle just a little bit, and so he's just constantly trying to get rid of them. And um, you know they they get back on the trail and. Howard's, of course, exhausted and everything, but he is. It keeps showing that close up of his saddle belt, and it like keeps on loosening a little bit. And Ben's talking to him and loosening a little bit more, you know. And then finally, he just kicks him, and the whole saddle turns over, and he like slides down a mountain and hits a tree, and and Howard still yeah, is just kind of like, ah, whatever, you know. Yeah, that was timed pretty perfectly because that trail that they were on was really narrow and it was yeah. really high up. <laughs> like I, I, I'm starting to think though. I think, I think Howie's like half machine or something because after that fall, he just kind of it's it's a pretty decent fall and he like hits right on a tree on his back and he just kind of dusts himself off and climbs back up the hill and tightens up his saddle and that's that, you know. Can't be can't be killed. <laughs> right. And the funny thing is is like uh you know, once once he once Ben realized that his plane didn't work, that Howie isn't dead, he just was like, Oh well and <laughs> moves along, you know, with that crazy smile that he has. Yeah, and um, like Howard, I was thinking about this. Like Howard has to really like assert his uh, his dominance too, because they, you know, he didn't want he didn't want to appear like vulnerable, and he he kind of had to because like he was injured. So he's got to really like double down on the uh, assertiveness. Uh huh. <laughs> so, uh, in fact, the do the rains do come. And they they have to hide out in a cave for a little while, and Ben uses Lena to to try to distract Howie. The other two are asleep, and uh, by this time in the movie, Lena and Howard are kind of like sort of getting sweet on each other. You know, she she sees Lena hates that Howard is taking Ben in. You know for for a reward, you know, to, to get him killed, but she's also 
kind of started getting interested in him and, and likes what he's putting down, so to speak. So, but Ben's like, yeah, use that so that I can escape, you know? And, um, you know, they're, they're talking and, and talking about ranching and all this wonderful stuff. And, uh, they end up, Lena and Howard end up kissing. And as soon as they kiss, there's another, like, there's a cave-in type thing. More rocks. Yeah, more rocks show up. And, um, you know, Ben starts to make a break for it through the other, you know, deeper into the cave. And he ends up getting caught, of course. Oh, that thing gave me, oh, my God, that thing gave me claustrophobia. <laughs> Because it's like a it, really small hole. It gets really tight, and of course his hands are tied, so like he he can't really do as much as he would like to, Ben. So, but um, you know, of course he he pisses off everyone. Ben does by doing that, and um, uh, Roy wants to kill him, and then there's this scene where. How he wants to kill him too, but he wants it to be kind of a fair fight. So he he cuts him loose from his ropes and puts a gun in his in his pants and waist and and says, "All right, we're going to draw," you know. And, and but Ben knows that there's no possible way that he would, you know, his, his hands have been tied for you know who knows how long, several days. And yes. he also it's been a while since he's had a back rub. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's just been no, and, no uh, shape. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feel like Howie's probably a pretty quick draw too. So he, you know, even on a on the fairest of fair days, like Ben probably thinks that he he may not he may not be able to take Howie in a in a draw. So he he just says, "No, nah, I'm not gonna." I'm not going to do it. And he even says something like, um, you know, something like, if you want to murder me, don't call it something else, you know. Go ahead and kill me, but don't call it something else. So, and that kind of puts Howie in his place almost. And um, he ends up coming to his senses because he, Howie's not a murderer, you know. So, but um, they, you know, the tension seems to settle down and then they make their way back, but back onto the trail. But, um, the river, you know, after all the hard rain, there's the rivers just like too crazy for them to cross. And Roy's about had it. He's almost gotten killed a couple of times and, and he's, He's saying, like, well, they want Ben dead or alive, so I'll just drag him across and choke him to death, you know, kill him, basically, and it doesn't matter. Let's just get this over with. And um, Roy and Howie end up fighting and kind of, well, it's kind of a fight. They they basically yeah. just hugging each other. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was not that, that, that impressive, but, <laughs> uh Roy's got these ropes and he's just mashing these ropes <laughs> into Howie's face. 
I think that was the most aggressive part of the, of this fight, but this fight was not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they were they're just wrestling. They're mostly just basically just kind of flashing uh, on the ground, like next to each other, sort of for a while. But um, they end up just kind of taking a break, and Roy somehow gets knocked out even, and he's like, ah, whatever, you know. So they, they kind of take a break, and Lena's over there talking with, with Howie, and, and you know, they're, they're falling for each other even more, you know, at this point. But Jesse starts talking to to Ben again, and he, you know, the entire the entire movie, Ben's talking about this gold mine that his friend has, and then Jesse is like, "Listen, I know it's not your friend. Your friend doesn't have a gold mine. I know it's you that has the gold mine, and I'll make a deal with you. You know, if, if I let you go, and you give me the gold mine, you know." And um, so they they kind of make the deal, and then they they set up camp for the night there. And and at night Jesse wakes up Ben and says, "The deal's still good. Let's go." You know. And so they they escape for a while, and so it's just Jesse, this old gold miner Jesse, and then Ben and and Lena. And um, Ben's supposed to be leading Jesse to this gold mine, which, I mean, does not exist. It's obvious that it doesn't exist, you know. But, but it um, got it got uh, it got Jesse's attention, so he was <laughs> he was going with it. I mean, he 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 was so money hungry from from the get go, you know that. As soon as he heard what gold mine, oh, what's this all about? You know, and um, you know, he he just could not let let that go. But that greed, man, it'll it'll get you for sure. And um, so, the, you know, Ben makes a commotion. He and Lena are riding on the same horse, and he pretends to see a snake and throws Lena off the horse and is jumping all around and Jesse comes over and ends up getting the rifle taken away from him by Ben. And, um, you know, Ben or uh, Jesse was even saying like, yep, I should have known it. You know, if you make a deal with the devil, it'll never, never pan out. And uh, yeah, I just, I just calculated like, Five thousand dollar, a five thousand dollar reward split three ways is like sixteen hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's probably like, well, I can get way more than that if I do this deal. So. Uh huh. But he never was thinking through. Jesse never was <laughs> thinking. He was always had his eyes on the money, kind of. <clears throat> so, you know. Lena's getting the horses and Ben ends up just shooting Jesse right in the right in the chest. And um you know that by then Howie and, and Roy had, had woken up and 
know that they got to go figure out what's going on. And um, then they hear the gunshots in the distance. So they start riding. And um, Ben actually even fires the gun a few more times because he's basically going to make Jesse into a trap for him. And um, he sees another cliff where he can take some crack shots at at Howie and Roy when they, they come up on Jesse. So, and it's at this point, you know, Lena starts to realize, like, oh, I completely misread Ben. I thought he was this misunderstood soul, but he, no, he's just a killer. You know, he killed Jesse in cold blood, and now he's about to kill Howie and, and Roy in the same way, just because for no reason, basically, you know. And she realized what he was being, what he was being accused of, like murdering that, um, what was it, that Marshall and, and Abilene? And she's like, you, you killed him too. I, I guess it, it took, it, it took her seeing him actually kill somebody. To be like, oh, yeah, okay, you're capable of of this. <laughs> and um, yeah, he he's, you know, she she says, oh, you 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 killed uh, the the marshal in in Kansas too, and he's like, yeah, that's one less person I got to worry about or whatever. You know, he's, she just finds out, Oh, okay. Yeah. This, this guy's a, a just cold blooded killer, you know? So Roy and how we end up. Oh, it is funny though. Like Ben's a pretty good shot with that, with that rifle. He, he shoots the heels off of Jesse's boots. He, he just laid Jesse down on some rocks and, they were, you know, Jesse became the trap, and you know, while he was waiting, he just did some target practice, and he ends up shooting heels off of, off of uh, the boots of Jesse. So he's like, "Hey, you lost my touch," and I'm like, "Dang, man, what are you like?" It's it's kind of funny how everyone in the West, you know, they were all like amazing shots, you know, in these movies, like every amazing one shots. of them was. Annie Oakley, you know. Yeah, amazing. Uh, man, so so many skills were displayed. We got we got rock climbing, we got lassoing, shooting. Oh man, <laughs> like pinpoint accuracy. I can do everything. That, that I'm sure that those rifles couldn't even do, you know. <laughs> but um, so Roy and and how we end up showing up. And, um, you know, Ben's got him. They they see Jesse and they run over to him. And, um, you know, Ben's about to shoot one of them. And Lena saves the day by, like, just pushing the rifle out of the way to where the bullet just kind of goes into nothing. And uh, four troubles, they're... They start fighting and for trouble, she gets a rifle butt in the face. So she's knocked out for for quite a while after that. But it gives Roy and Howie enough time to kind of find some cover, you know. And um but um this was this was like the great 
rock climbing scene. I mean, Howie is like doing some Jason Bourne rock climbing on this one, you know, and yeah. um, starts using the the star of the film, the spur, to kind of cut away at some of the rock to to give himself a fingertip grip. And um, in the meantime, you know, Roy's kind of laying down some suppressing fire and um, to kind of keep Ben where he's at. But Ben ends up ends up hearing him, and um, and he goes, you know, he ends up hearing Howie climbing and is trying to get the 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 sneak on him type deal. And, uh, you know, he, he fi- finally, how he's able to see him and realizes that he's got the advantage. He's, he's Obi-Wan Kenobi right now. Ben's got the high ground. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he still has a spur in his hand. And not only does he have, does how he have amazing, amazing rock climbing skills. Apparently he's also a ninja uh, because he, he takes the spur and throws it like a throwing star. And and it hits uh, Ben right in the neck. And then Ben stands up, which gets him out of the cover. And then Roy, uh, Roy sees him now and he takes the shot. (laughs) Yeah. And shoots him like, Seems like he shoots them about three or four times, you know. Yeah, and it's of course uh, all of this is in a beautiful backdrop where there's, you know, canyon, rock canyons on both sides with a with a river in the middle. So um, Ben ends up falling into the river and kind of um, just colliding into a little corner there, being stuck in there. And, um, yeah, I mean, and this this is a rather older film, so that was a, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, I guess they used dummies for follow scenes back then. <laughs> yeah, that one was, uh, that one you could tell pretty easily that that was not a human being in any kind of way. Yeah. Um, that was not a stunt man. It, it kind of reminded me of, like, a Saturday Night Live skit or something like that where they would <laughs> yeah. throw someone off a building and it's like, oh yeah, that's clearly a, a dummy, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, they, um, so they, Ben is, is finally dead and, um, you know, they get Lena there. In the meantime, Roy's still thinking about the reward, so he gets his Wonder Woman lassoing skills going again and <laughs> and um lassos like the entire width of the of the river, which is like a raging rapid river at the moment, and is able to kind of take the rope and tie it off to cross the river and grab Ben because they still want the reward money you know at this point. And this was a pretty cool stunt, um, as far as stunts go. Yeah. Because um, before the, I mean, you know, I guess the the climbing of the the rock, you know, that was that was a good stunt. Um, some pretty solid stunts in this in this film. Yeah, they 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 had some 
pretty good one. Even the rock climbing, I mean, we make jokes, but some of it was, was pretty good, you know. And, um, but, you know, Lena's still like, you guys are no better than, than Ben. You know, she's still on that kick of like, you're, you're taking a man in to, to be hung. So how, you know, you're basically killing a man for money, you know, which in a way, I guess she's, she's right. But, um, you know, uh, um, so she's protesting and just saying like, let him, let him flow down the river. What, you know, he's dead now. It's over. But Roy and Howie both still want him, and, um, they tie him up and to try and get him back over across the river. And, you know, Howie's just telling Roy to kind of hang on for a second, but there's a, there's an inconveniently timed log <laughs> and uh worse than large log. <laughs> it like just barrels into Roy like a like a train. And so Roy ends up just going down river and um you could assume that he's he's dead from the hit from that huge log. So now it's only Howie and Lena left, and they pull Roy in or pull Ben in, and Lena's still like, you know, we can leave together, you know, let's let's go to California and start a new life. That's what Lena had wanted the whole movie was just to go out to California and try to try to make a new life, and you know Howie's still going like, no, I'm. I'm taking them in. I'm 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 taking them in and basically selling them, you know, for money to get my revenge and and everything. And Lena says, "Well, I'll, I'll go with you even, and I'll even marry you." And and you know, it's like we'll we'll live happily ever after in at your ranch, you know. And and Howard kind of has this this moment of crisis where. Yeah, I can't have both. <laughs> yeah, he he'll he'll always be thinking about how he got his ranch back, and it would be from that reward money of killing a man, you know. So oh, and I'm sure I'm sure she uh, she wouldn't bring that up at all either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, that would be a constant thing for. Her. Uh, yeah, but um, so you know he he ends up taking them off the saddle and, and burying them. And, and, uh, you know, then they, they try to make it and go out California way and Howie and Howie and Lena. So that's kind of how the movie ends with them. It's him, uh, Barry and Ben, and then making their way out, you know, to, to start a new life, you know? So it's a, it's a good, happy ending at the end. So, but, um, but you know, I I liked the movie. I thought it was a good movie, um, and I would I would recommend it for sure for anyone. Yeah, but, I liked uh, it too. I, I think the the storyline was really good. The acting was was really good. Um, you know, I did I did like the uh, the psychological aspect of it. I thought that was 
you know, that added a, a neat dimension to it. I thought so too. I, I mean, you didn't want to pull for Ben, but I, like he was almost my favorite character in the whole movie. You know, he was, he was clearly the villain, but, um, you know, Robert Ryan, I always thought he was, he was a good actor and just for whatever reason, never, never really made it like as a big A-list, you know, leading man type guy. But, um, you know, he, he was definitely cast well, uh, especially for that role. Cause like, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think back of anyone in that time period and who, who could have potentially played him and, you know, I, nothing comes to mind. It's kind of like he was made for, Men that, for it, yeah. that type of role. So, um, um, let me let me stop this, and then we'll we'll start again because we're coming up on an hour. Okay. So let me make sure that we're not like uh, going too crazy with it, and but we can give our reviews and stuff like that. Sounds good. So I'll stop this one and then I'll call you right back. All right. All right. Bye. Are we doing reviews? All right. Yeah. So let's let's do our uh, review. So for uh, or why don't you tell the listeners just uh, what our review All is? Right. Yeah. So we have our own proprietary review system. Uh, basically, it's instead of stars, we're, we're uh, um, measuring it in uh, shots in the air with our six shooter. And as a bonus, uh, um, we'll give the the gun a twirl into uh, into the holster if if we really liked it. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, how we review the films. Yeah, so instead of like two thumbs up, we give it two two six shooters up, Siskel and Ebert style. So, so what do you what would you uh, give this movie? Uh, I really liked it. I, I I think I give it two six shooters in the air, but I'm just gonna calmly holster my weapons. So we won't give this one a twirl, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm. I'm the same way. Like, um, I, I give it, I give it two, two six shooters in the air, but, um, no twirls, nothing fancy on it. <laughs> but, um, like I said, a, a lot of people think that, um, Winchester 73, which I'm sure is another one that we'll end up doing, um, is, I mean, a lot of people have that as, one of Jimmy Stewart's best movies ever, let alone Western. So, but um, for this one, for whatever reason, I like this one better than than Winchester, even. But um, but I'm the yeah, same I way. When we do that one, let's let's uh, let's remember to to compare the two. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, they're they're both. I like them both pretty well. I just like this one just a. A tiny little bit better, you know. But um but overall I think it's a good movie. Um unfortunately there's no way 
you know, our, our last one, Stagecoach, you can stream it in a lot of places. And um, this one um, is not – well, you can stream it, but you got to pay for it. So, But um, it's it's worth – it's worth the buy on Amazon Prime, um, and it's it's not that much either. So it's if you're a fan of westerns and you haven't seen this one, it, it's definitely one to, to go out and buy. It's it's uh it's worth the five bucks or whatever it is to to purchase it. So um, yeah, I agree. But um, so that's that's it for the next for this episode, but. Um, for our next episode, um, you know, I think your brother-in-law had recommended this movie, and I've I've only seen it once. Um, but for our next movie, we're going to be going for My Name Is Nobody, and um, it's a. Uh, uh, Sergio Leone movie. Um, the, the spaghetti. Yeah, he's he's the the spaghetti guy. So <laughs> of uh, of you know all of the the Clint Eastwood spaghetti western fame. Um, but it's got some um, some pretty well. Of course, it's got Henry Fonda in it, who's you know. Uh, who's uh, another legend, and it's he's a little bit older in the movie, and um, uh, but it's 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 almost kind of like a comedy, you know, and uh, more so than you know they they get a little they get a little comedy action in it, but it's got a few other people in it um, that are at least somewhat noteworthy in uh in westerns it's got Jeffrey Lewis in it who was an actor for a really long time and um I'm trying to think of the movie well he was in Maverick um the the remake with Mel Gibson but um I believe he was in Oh gosh, I'm trying to think which Clint Eastwood movie he was in. Um, I think it was um, Hang 'Em High, or one of those movies that that he did in in the in the late '70s, early '80s. Clint Eastwood, um, and he plays plays right. back. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, yeah. So that one that'll be our our next one. So be on the lookout for that. That'll probably be next month sometime but uh until then uh we hope you enjoyed episode two and uh everyone keep your make sure you keep your saddle belt tight on your horse (laughs) and don't fall off (laughs) and uh we'll we'll see see everyone next time see you guys